whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Hey guys, it's Tuesday again, best day of the week because it's when this episode comes out. And in case you're new here, I'm Stacey Spear and this is the Women in Gridiron show. And I'm joined by the best panel in the business. Tonight, I've got Beck and I've got Christy with me. And guys, tonight is going to be a ripper episode. Firstly, because one of our favorite panelists and sometimes host Beck, this is her last episode before she goes on maternity leave to have her little mojo cub. So that's going to be really sad. But also... Secondly, tonight's going to be a ripper episode because we've got Mojo's very own NFL show host, Alex Barker, on the podcast, and she is joined by one of the OGs of the game in Nona Who, and in the huddle tonight, we are talking all things Sydney Uni Lions. Welcome, Alex and Nona, to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hi. Now, if you've been around the, uh, the network for a little while, you'd recognize Alex's sultry sultry voice there um it's really great to have her back on the show beck uh, alex and i used to host the nfl show together and you know the the uh the network has just expanded so much that we haven't actually been on a podcast together again so this is a really good opportunity and now christy gets to join us and nona too so guys let's warm things up um i wanted to talk about the quote that i found the other day um it's by marv levy and it says football doesn't build character it reveals it now, Christy, what do you think of what do you think that this phrase is talking about, and do you think it's true? I absolutely think it's true. You knew I was going to say that, though, didn't you? Um, so I think um, the thing about football, particularly, is that you have to have that personal bravery. You know, um, it's it's a violent sport, and you've got to go into it a hundred percent. You can't have any hesitation. But what I really think the character it shows is. Um, what you the body you put your body on the line for your teammate as well this is the ultimate team sport so um if you're blocking for someone you're putting yourself in between the person that wants to kill the ball carrier um and the ball carrier and i think that's the kind of character it really shows what not only what you'll do for yourself out there but what you'll do for the teammate next to you and i think that's the kind of character this sport really shows how much will you put your body on the line for your teammate yeah, true. Definitely. And I think you can go a couple of other ways. Alex, I guess being a sports coach, like in real life, um, what can you say about this quote from what you've observed on the field or even, uh, you know, what it's brought out within you that you didn't think it would? Um, I think it shows like a determination um, in a lot of players. Uh, I think it shows a lot of, it can show a lot of drive. Those players who want to step up in the kind of those tough moments. Like obviously when you, you know, you're, pin back in your half and you can't get that first that first down you know what what does that look like as a team um so I think it, it reveals a lot about people's character for sure when they play sport yeah no no you've been around the game for a long time you've seen um, multiple characters being revealed through many different teammates talk to us about um the type of character that you think that it's bought that football's brought out within you that you necessarily didn't think you might have I think I don't I don't know about if it's brought out a character, but it's I definitely learned things about myself. Mostly that I won't die if a girl half my I mean half my size, double my size, come running at me and like totally 
pancakes me into the ground. Um, it kind of puts a lot of things into perspective in my normal life. You know, things aren't so bad if I don't die on the field. I love it. I love it. The best thing you've learned is that you won't die. And I love that that's the <laughs> energy that you should give everybody who listens to this podcast. I love it. Beck, <laughs> uh, what do you think? I mean, you've, you've seen the game from a player's perspective, from a coach perspective, from a spectator perspective. What does this quote, I guess, kind of, do you think it's true or do you actually think that there's uh, something else that, you know, is are these character characteristics that we have within ourselves already there and sport just brings them out? Or does sport dictate how we approach certain situations? Um, yeah, I've been lucky enough to see all aspects of, you know, sideline, off the field, on the field, um, playing with different players, different teams, all that kind of th- stuff. I think it um, it can do both. Um, what I really like about this sport, though, is that it has a really empowering social aspect to it as well. Like Christy said, it's how much are you willing to put your body on the line for your teammates, which then it brings the morale and the respect and the comfort for, you know, people who might not necessarily have played a team sport before, bringing that social aspect of, you know, I am not just playing for myself, I am playing for others. And it kind of changes who they become as a sports player within themselves and within a team, which is what I really love about this. Yeah, true. And look, you know, I'm, I'm not one to beat around the bush on this one, but I found it really true for myself. Um, and I've been able to see how much I've grown too, as a player, like Nona was saying, and as a person, I guess, based on how I react now when things are either not going the way that I think that they were. Um, and I think that's kind of what this quote kind of gets at. It's it's when you're playing sports, you know, the guttural emotions that you have come out without a filter and how you hold yourself in times of greatness or, or the worst day on the field, I definitely think um, gets brought out. And I guess that's one of the greatest things about our sport because, you know, we've seen so many girls come through that were quiet and timid and then they step on the field and all of a sudden you know, they are, they're a beast and they will go out of their way to protect someone. And over the course of a couple of seasons, you start to see people change and, and it's, it's fascinating to watch. Beck, I'm going to let you semi-host this one because one, we know that maternity leave is coming up thick and, thick and fast. And secondly, our listeners love it when you host, believe it or not. Um, and, and it's a great break for me. So, yeah, we're talking all things Sydney Uni Lions. We've got uh, Nona Who and we've got Alex Barker, quarterback. Beck, take it away. Leave no regrets out there. That is what a real champion is made of. We hit. Is that all you got? If you think it's only a man's game, well, you're sadly mistaken. <laughs> go! Football is the exact opposite. Women can be aggressive. They can be physical. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I agree with that the fans enjoy my hosting because I tend to stumble through my words quite a lot and not make sense. But again, I'm happy to host this segment as I am, you know, a new member of the line. So I don't know the history and the background and, you know, the foundation of the women's team, which I believe that you, Stace, have quite a lot of knowledge behind being that you kind of broke away from the Raiders to create the Sydney Uni Lions and have been quite successful in building the team and the club um, have been super supportive of that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, the, the backstory is that, uh, you know, 20, 2018, 
Uh, we did break away from the Raiders because, uh, you know, Dane wasn't going to be coaching again. And uh, for that year, he was going to have his final game of final year of playing uh, in the men's team. And so we needed somewhere to go. And uh, it just so happened that Wolfie had been in talks with the Lions and they said, look, we'll take you guys. And I think what's been really good is that they've enabled us to come in and kind of said to me, look, whatever you guys need, go do whatever you need to do to get things done. And that's kind of what I've loved about the club. And Nona, you've been a part of the club as well for quite a few years now. You and I used to play at UTS and um, you moved over to the Lions, I think, three seasons ago. Am I correct? Three seasons ago. What was it about the Lions that made you want to jump over to that team? Because obviously within our New South Wales League, we have quite a few teams to choose from. What was it about Lions that really stood out to you? I mean, honestly, my intention was to always play for the Lions. I went to uni at Sydney Uni. Um, I was a Sydney Uni cheerleader for six years. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? I just I love the fact that you've come from cheerleading to gridiron. <laughs> I love every time, even seeing photos of you like because I never um, see you wearing a dress or a skirt. They're <laughs> great, but yeah, go on. Yeah, I, I was really small back then, but yeah. So, but then Sydney Uni didn't have a women's team, so I. When the league started, the closest kind of team was UTS. So I played there for, you know, six years or so. Um, and then when Sydney Uni started their team, I was like, oh, <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's really why. Just, I think, loyalty. <laughs> Nona, I have to ask. From yeah. your cheerleading days, what skills have transferred successfully over to Gridiron? Great. I think everybody wants to know, if any. I think falling. Um. I was going to say, that has, that has to be the biggest one. Definitely. You tumble like no one else. Yeah, I'm really That's good awesome. at falling and getting back up. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's one of the things. It's it's really important for girls to learn how to fall safely. And in gymnastics, that's one of the first things you learn is just how to fall and not break an elbow back. Um. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. I've gone a couple seasons uninjured now. I've learned. Yeah. It's it's about time. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's the most important one. Just learning how to fall. I don't think any of the other stuff has helped um also being loud fair Fair. I've still yet to learn to fall gracefully but hey Nona does it quite well I mean she has this kind of way of tackling and playing where she just like has no fear going into tackles because I guess you have that security of like you're in control of your body going into (laughs) it in control of my body (laughs) I don't know yeah I definitely I I definitely wouldn't say that yeah, I was, I was definitely not, she was not definitely not in control of her body when I popped her shoulder back in after nationals in 2018. Like, let's just. Oh, that was so loud. <laughs> oh, that's cool. All right, let's yeah. talk rookie kind of things because generally the people that listen to our podcast are those that are interested, interested in playing the sport, new to the sport, um, wanting to learn a little bit more about um, the league. And Alex, you were a rookie in the Lions team last year. What was it like coming into the team? Um, How did you um, look at the sport in terms of, you know, a contact sport versus basketball or 
um, soccer, which is generally your background as non-semi-contact. I'll call them semi-contact because they're not non-contact, but it's a very different sport coming into as a rookie to get your head around. Yeah, I grew up with football. Obviously, those that know me know that I grew up, you know, not in Australia. So uh, I've been around football for a very, very long time. Um, I've always really, really liked the game, always loved the game. And and I grew up playing rugby. So for me, contact sport wasn't wasn't a big issue. Uh, um, playing quarterback was never on my radar when I joined. Uh, I kind of came in and <laughs> Stacey goes, where do you want to play? I was like, I don't care. I think I was at defense the first week playing safety and then ended up at wide receiver and then somehow found my way throwing a football. So it was never my intention when I joined. I was always like, I'm a receiver. That's it. I'm just going to go catch a ball. And, and that was kind of my job. Obviously, you know, Stacey and I have a baseball background as well. So that was kind of why I, I figured I'd be good there. Um, but yeah, just found my way to where I am now. But yeah, it, it was a good thing for me. I just wanted to change the sport. I think I, I'd kind of exhausted rugby and always loved contact sport growing up, much to my mother's horror. Um, so for me, it just made sense to then step into football. I think I too, like, like it, it took, it took me, let's not forget, it took me three years to recruit Alex to the sport. So like the thing, the thing about recruiting is you have to play the long game. You really do. And I think Alex is the perfect uh, representation of that. I just love, I'm like you, Stacey. I just love how we recruit people and then say, huh, what do you want to play? We have plans <laughs> for you, whether you know it or not, we have plans. That's true. And Barker is a jack of all sports. I feel like she could play anything and everything and anywhere in those sports as well. Has that helped in terms of translating to playing football? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, you know, obviously there's a lot of similarities across the board. I think a lot of the sports that I play are very tactical. Um, so I think that's helped me kind of with the tactical side of football. Obviously, I think that fearlessness that you have to have in rugby has helped me definitely with with the contact when I got girls running at me. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess I grew up playing everything and anything. So I think that also hand-eye coordination has been <laughs> super helpful as well. <laughs> Never the cheerleading though, sorry, unfortunately. <laughs> no cheerleading? No, not no, for you? No, not cheerleading, not for me. <laughs> and as Stacey mentioned, it took you a few years to finally come around to deciding to play and coming down and joining us at the Lions. Um, can we talk a bit of like preseason, what it was like, what were your expectations, how it all kind of came down to you deciding to stick with us and continue the season? Um, I think I just, again, like I said, I was looking for something different. Um, as Stacey said, it took her three years to get me down. Cause I was like, nah, like I'm going to play, I'm going to play rugby. I'll be fine. Went from sevens to fifteens. I think I injured my knee um playing rugby and was looking for something kind of to do when I was like hey you guys still looking for players and I came down and it was just it was just a nice environment to be around you know I think especially having been down here for about three years and not really have found my people to you know for lack of a better term um I think when I joined football I was like oh these are my people you know like this is where I should have been probably from the start but you know like it always does when I moved took me a while to get you know my footing down but as soon as I joined football I found that so that's kind of why I ended up staying. I absolutely love that. And I feel 100% the same. Once I found football, I feel like I found my people. Like I played netball for such a long time. I think I played for like 20 years and never felt the same kind of family, um, kind of that 
togetherness, that respect, that want to play for your team, want to come back every season and play with those same players. And I think football has a really good way of doing that. Um, Nona, I don't want to mention your age or how long you've played for, but you constantly talk about how you play for the social side of things. Like you return every year because of the people that you play with and the club and the team and all that kind of stuff that comes along with a team sports. Um, Is that, again, this year we're coming down, we're being social. Is that what you love most about the Lions, the sports, what keeps you coming back? Absolutely. I've been trying to quit for years. Um, But you you guys won't let me. (laughs) I just want to sit on the bench and just hang out with you guys because it's just so much fun. Um, I don't want to not be on the sideline, but my coaching is just so much responsibility. (laughs) I just, but then... (laughs) um but yeah you guys I mean through football I've made friends for life um I see you guys all the time it's not just on the field we're hanging out always um it's hard to leave and just not be a part of that um I am old now thank you for reminding me back <laughs> I wasn't gonna point it out I wasn't and also my she's also the, like so the much. third youngest person on this podcast but anyway just saying <laughs> I'm so sorry. Third youngest, there's only five of us. <laughs> Look, let's not get into who's old and who's not. Um, <laughs> but I think uh, both Alex and Nona make a really good point because, I mean, uh, when we are recruiting people, people think about the game and, and I guess the violence that's with it and they don't understand the adrenaline and the, the addictive uh, part of the game that goes with it. But there's also this off uh, not just just in training or in a game, but this this other element about the game um, that happens, and it is that like we spoke about that um, you know putting your body on the line for your teammate, it creates that camaraderie, um, and I think that's something that really it ta- like it took Alex h- how long to to finally come over and play um, rugby girl, um, come over and play gridiron. But, um, once, once they do, and once people get a taste of that and everything that goes with it, not just the adrenaline on the field, but also the camaraderie that happens off the field or around the field. I think that's, that's a huge selling asset of our game that we can't really describe. You have to come and experience it. I think that's, that's a really good point that you guys are making. I totally agree. And without being biased or like saying that Lions are the best, I feel like they do a really good job at creating social events and keeping the women's team together to hang out after games, to do things between seasons, um, during season social things that um, we didn't, I personally didn't necessarily experience as much at UTS. Like it happened during the season, but it was kind of like you'd get football blues after the season because football would finish and then you wouldn't hear anything until preseason started again where I feel like Lions do a really good job at um, keeping the girls in touch and keeping us around and constantly being in contact and creating opportunities to catch up and stay social. Um, We are running out of time but before we do Stace can we just quickly highlight um, preseason session times what the girls can do to get in contact with Lions if they want to come down and join us what we offer as a club. Yeah, definitely. So we're training at the moment on Wednesday nights um, from 6.30 uh, at St. Andrew's Oval in Camperdown and then on Sunday mornings uh, at St. John's on campus as well from 9 till 11. So you can hit us up on the socials 
like I said, just uh, get in touch with any of us here. Um, you know, we're all on the socials. All our tags are up there. Um, but, yeah, so come down. We're definitely, you know, we're looking good for the season. The, fir- the first couple of weeks of preseason have been really, really good. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to the season, that's for sure. And with that, we are going to head into our rapid fire. And we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is saying closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. Guys, we'd love to call it early here at Mojo, and we're going all in and predicting the best defense in GNSW for this season. Just a quick rundown on who we have. We've got the UNSW Raiders, Northern City Rebels, Sydney Uni Lions, Central West Giants, Nepean Ducks, and Central Coast Sharks. Now, Alex, you're going to be facing a couple of these defenses uh, early on in the season, being in that quarterback position. Uh, which one are you most afraid of right now? I don't know if afraid is the right word. Um, cause I'm not afraid of the defenses. Um, but I think the one that might give us probably the most pressure and, and more of a headache, uh, will probably be the Raiders. Yeah. I just think the girls that went over and played in the U S they've got a little bit of experience coming back in this season. So I think that'll be good for the girls. So I think that'll give them a little bit of a boost. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Nona, which defense is going to match it up this year? Uh, I would have to say the same, the Raiders. I think they're just very well coached they know what they're doing um and they're prepared every week so i think yeah that's that's definitely gonna give us some problems yeah for sure beck i mean this is gonna be rough because i know we're missing key pieces because someone's going to have a baby um but what what's your thoughts here I was totally going to say the Lions, if I wasn't having to have time off, we would 100% be the best defense. I feel like, you know, we are just dominant in every aspect. But because of that missing puzzle, the piece obviously won't be the same defense this year without me. So, I mean, I'm, I'm in my head, I'm kind of tossing up between the Rebels and the Raiders because I think the Rebels defense really showed up during that bowl game last season and really put the pressure on that Raiders offense who I rate as the top offense in the league so I think if if the Rebels come back with the same defense that they had last year and can build on top of that I think they could show to be better than the the Raiders this year yeah interesting Christy what's your thoughts you've seen both teams you've seen majority of the team so far with by what we've been watching what's your thoughts here so this is interesting. I feel outnumbered here as the Queenslander. I don't know if this was planned. Um, but from what I get to see, little snippets from an outsider looking in, um, it seems to particularly more recently be a Lions-Raiders kind of battle. Um, so I'm going to say what you guys won't say, but probably thinking, oh, maybe the Lions. Keep me in good stead here. Woo! Does that make me popular? I think it does. It does. We appreciate that very much. <laughs> we do appreciate that. Do appreciate that. that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would love to have the best defense this year, um, but I know that we're missing some key pieces, like I said, with Beck being out, um, with having a baby and whatnot. But, yeah, the, the Raiders' defense are going to be super solid, uh, as usual, especially with the girls returning from the WNFC and the Outback. All right, guys. Alex, Nona, thanks for coming on the show tonight, you bloody legends. Anytime. Thank All you good. very much. <laughs> All good. Happy to be here. 
And that's all we have time for tonight, guys. Uh, next week, we've got a special Football 101 episode coming up talking offensive formations, and we are getting so much closer to the Women's World Cup. We have lots planned to ensure that you don't miss out on anything Outback-related, so make sure that you download the episode, subscribe, hit us up on the socials, tag a new recruit or your mates, and until next week, happy footballing. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.